Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Everybody. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor in Northern California, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Okay, guys, well, I got a little bit of a funny story here for you. <laughs> I joined a basketball league, and it's at a local gym that I joined. I promise this is not a new year, new me. Not a, not a new gym, but um, I think I told you guys a while back, we got a new... Uh, branch location in Roseville, California, which is about 30-ish minutes from my house. Uh, I used to have to drive to Sacramento every day, which was about an hour both ways from my house. So uh, made the commute much, much shorter. Plus there's a super nice gym right down the road. So figured I'd join it. Again, this must have been back in September, October of 2022. Uh, But anyways, one of my good buddies is also a member of that gym. So he said, Hunter, there's a basketball league coming up. We'd love for you to join and, and be on our team. It'd be a lot of fun. So in my mind, I'm thinking, awesome. You know, I haven't played basketball in forever. Uh, I actually played basketball in college on the on the college team at the Claremont Colleges in Southern California. Uh, some smaller schools down there, but it was an awesome, awesome spot. Had a lot of fun and, and just really enjoyed getting to play basketball down there. So of course I'm thinking, yeah, man, it's been a long time since I've played. I uh, might be a little out of shape, but it would be really fun to get the shoes back out and, and get back on the court for a little bit. So I get to this basketball league and first game, you know, I know obviously I'm a little bit out of shape. I mean, I go to the gym quite often, try to get in there at least four days a week, but I don't run. I hate running. I never, ever, ever run. Even when I played basketball, I used to just despise running. But again, I used to be in good shape relatively. I mean, I remember we used to have to run the first day of practice. Um, Before practice started, we'd go to the track and it was just the worst day. I'll never forget. 15th October is when we could start uh, practicing as a team. So on the 15th of October, every basketball season, we'd meet out at the track. You had to run a mile and a half in under nine minutes and then you would go to practice. And it was terrible. I remember guys would be just dying after, especially those that weren't training. They wouldn't make it. So then they'd have to go do it again the next morning. But even if you did make it under nine minutes, you know, practice was tough because your legs were so tired and there was a lot of air balls and everything. But again, (laughs) I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I used to be a pretty good runner. How hard could this rec league be? It's just a a local rec league. It's even running clock. It's 10 minute quarters, but the clock never stops, not even for free throws. So I'm just thinking, man, this cannot be that hard. I can't be that out of shape. Well, lo and behold, I show up to the first game and I didn't know we have zero subs. (laughs) We only had five people. Everybody else got hurt or was out of town. So now I'm starting to get a little nervous. Like, man, I hope I can make it through the whole game. But in the back of my mind, again, I I keep thinking, come on, Hunter, you're you can do this. You're not that out of shape. I mean, even though you don't run, we're still active. I mean, you can do this. So we go to tip off. And again, 
I'm starting to get a little bit nervous here. And <laughs> I, I used to get nervous for college games, but I never thought I'd be getting nervous for a rec league game, just thinking if I could make it through the whole thing or not. Well, we get to halftime and I thought I was going to just fall over and die. My legs felt like they had cinder blocks attached to them. I couldn't hardly make it up and down the court anymore. The other team had five or six subs, so they were just subbing in and out and just running fast breaks and I couldn't even get back on defense. I mean, it was terrible. I felt so bad. I almost halfway felt sick. I mean, driving home, I was just dying. I had to go home and lay on the floor for a minute and I'm not even exaggerating. Like. <laughs> I'm not just making fun of myself here. It was actually bad. I was hurting, but I mean, it just made me laugh, you know, thinking of how bad my cardio got. And I'm now at the point where I can't even keep up with the local rec league guys. I, I, I They're in way better shape than me. And so, you know, I got a little bit motivated about it. Like, come on, man, you can't be like this. I mean, next game, you've got to be better. You got to be in better shape. So I started out getting on the treadmill and I hate the treadmill. I mean, running outside is one thing. It still sucks, but the treadmill is terrible. I mean, normally I would go, even this is a long time ago. Sometimes I'd, you know, tell myself, all right, we're going to run a little bit. I'd run a quarter of a mile and say, yeah, no, thank you. And just get right back off and just go lift. <laughs> well, now I was determined every day before I lift, I'm going to run one mile, no matter how hard it is, just run a mile and it's going to make these games easier. Well, now, you know, I'm wheezing after running a 12-minute mile on the treadmill, and again, I'm just dying and feel like I'm so, so tired. <laughs> it was just absolutely pathetic. But, you know, moving this over to the market, if you aren't watching the market, if you're not paying attention every day, paying attention to what's going on in the macro economy, it's really hard to force yourself to start doing that and to force yourself to start investing if you haven't done that in a long time. You don't, you're not in that sort of shape. It's painful and quite honestly, it's kind of scary to just jump and make that change. So, you know, many people, they just don't continue investing. They don't pay attention to their portfolios. They just leave them on autopilot because it's actually more difficult to really take the time to spend it to do the research and take the physical mental strength to actually go and make trades in your portfolio than it is to just sit back and forget about it. I mean, it, it would have been so much easier to just say, hey, I, I'm not gonna, you know, work out and run anymore. You know, by the time we get to next week, I'll be more recovered and, and I'll hopefully just, you know, be in a little bit better shape than last time. That, that It's way easier to take that approach than to actually go and do something about it. But that's why you use a financial advisor and a coach, somebody that will teach you, help you understand what's going on and, and teach you about why you are invested the way that you are. And we, we want to start with this. It, it all relays back to what is your number? What is your personal number? How much do you want to have coming back to you during your retirement life so that you can live a comfortable life even when you're no longer working? Yeah, you know, Hunter, I don't know. That's a long ways away. I mean, I might not be retired for 20 or 30 years. Uh, maybe I'll never be able to retire. So who knows what that number is going to be? Well, again, just stop right there. That's the easy answer. It's easier to just quit thinking about it and get off the metaphorical treadmill and relax than it is to go through the process and actually have some, you know, foresight into this and think about what your retirement lifestyle really may look to look like for you. And that doesn't mean that we can't change it. That doesn't mean that you're writing this down in stone. Of course, you know, this is a robust thing and it's going to change every few years probably as you get closer and closer to this, but at least we can have something to start and something to benchmark off of. 
So maybe you say, okay, Hunter, I'd like to have $200,000 a year coming in during retirement just for my investments. Okay, perfect. Well, in order to do that, there's two options that we have. Maybe you never ever want to touch the principal and everything that you've built up as your retirement nest egg, you'd like to pass on to your estate. Okay, well, great. Then we should talk about having, you know, around a four to 5% withdrawal rate in order to never ever touch that principal. So let's say that we're going to have a 4% rate of withdrawal and you want to get $200,000 a year. That means we have to have $5 million invested in order to get that income and again, never ever touch the principal. Then you could live off $200,000 and leave $5 million to your kids. Well, maybe you don't mind touching the principal. Then we can increase the distribution rate. Then you don't have as large of a nest egg to get to in order to hit that goal. But again, far too many investors, they don't think that far ahead. You know, they might just max out their Roth IRAs because they're supposed to. And they put in the amount into their 401ks that their company matches. And then they just put it in a target retirement date fund and they forget about it. They just leave it alone. That's what normally happens. That's what's easier to do. I mean, do you know if you're using a Roth 401k or a traditional 401k? Do you know the tax consequences that are going to happen when you withdraw from these accounts in retirement? Do you have maybe 401ks that are left all over the place from old jobs that you don't know even how much um, are in those accounts? You don't know if they're just sitting in cash. You haven't consolidated anything from those old jobs and maybe they're just sitting in cash not gaining anything for you. Again, it's so much easier to just say, Ah, oh, man, you know, it's all going to work out. I don't need to worry about it. I'll take care of it later. Just contribute a little bit here and there, and I'm going to be good. And I do personally believe, trust me, I do believe that it will always work out. It always does if you have a goal and a plan to hit it. Again, it is so easy to just throw money at a few different mutual funds like you know you should but it's way more difficult to work with a coach and a pro and have these hard conversations to actually ensure that you know what you're aiming towards and that it's going to and that you're going to be successful. And guys, none of this is to scare you. It's more motivating. I mean, it actually gets me excited and you'll be amazed at how much more disciplined and diligent you are when you know that your goal is to get $5 million into tax-free growth accounts. You'll be excited every time you look at your statement and you see the progress and, and have encouragement that you are moving in the right direction. So again, I just relay it back to how much I hate running. I go to the gym often, I do not ever normally run. But now that I'm playing on this basketball team and I don't wanna be completely toasted after just playing for 15 minutes, then <laughs> now I'm motivated to run a mile every single day before I lift. It's gotten so much easier. And again, it's motivating me and it's encouraging to see how much more energy and how much more stamina I have in the actual game. So think about it. Know what your number is. Know what you want to accomplish. And then we can take the action that we need to in order to reach those goals for you. And if you ever want help having that conversation about what your number looks like and the path that you need to take in order for you to personally be financially successful, then I would always love to chat. There is a link to my personal calendar. We can have a one-on-one -on -one discussion together at hunterlowry.com. Again, always open to chatting. So with that, everybody, it's a great day to have a great day. Take care. Mm -hmm.